Hello, and welcome to Spurban Brawl. Brawl. I'm gonna do that again. <laughs> Too late, you agreed. No. Hello, and welcome to Spurban Sprawl. Episode whatever. We're at the end of Act 1. Thank God. Uh, the reading reading for this for this episode was uh, Disc 1, Side 1, Part 1, Act 1, Chapter 6. <sighs> I had to check myself, because I labeled it in my notes as Act 1 point final. Um, what point final? I like that Heap takes notes. I I can't take notes. It's bad. I mean, my my official role in this is the recap, so I need notes. So incidentally, in point form, uh, I put in all of my notes for the first act, take up six pages. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna get worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you really love Homestuck. No, it's, I. I'm determined to keep track of this story myself without having to read the Hussia uh, recaps. Shut up. There's art. Oh, you have no fucking clue. Uh, let's, Hussie let's, recaps. Let's recap. Uh, let's talk about this. If we pick off uh, pretty much exactly where we left off, except we're with uh, some lady. The misogyny happens again immediately. Don't worry about it. Uh, this character is John's friend, Rose Lalonde. Terrible. She is into obscure literature, uh, playing the violin, uh, monsters of the Lovecraftian, vaguely type, and knitting. What is up with her shit is that she has no power, but luckily her computer is a laptop, so she just has to find some Wi-Fi to steal. Andrew just won't drop this arms joke. In the middle of meeting Rose and her finding Wi-Fi, we cut back to John being a dumb weirdo. We get introduced to Rose's, uh, Silidex. I had to search for that term because we took a one-week recording break in this, and all of the homestuck has flown out of my brain. As it should, to be honest. Yeah, we find out that uh, Rose is also a fucking moron who hates her parent for no goddamn reason. Uh, but hey, there's a nearby mysterious laboratory that is putting out that'll probably be putting out good and inexplicably unsecured Wi-Fi. So let's fuck off and do that. Rose's mom is really into wizards. Uh, similarly, Rose believes she is into wizards ironically to spite her personally. She sneaks past the mom hallway. Her house is a Frank, the Frank Lloyd Wright nightmare that has an observatory. She goes up to the observatory, which is only accessible through an outdoor railingless walkway. <laughs> but yes, he gets up there, she takes out a laptop, she takes a moment to look through the observatory's telescope and also see meteorites. She gets a signal, it is indeed inexplicably unsecured. It, Andrew Hussey also points this out in narration, so that's not a joke. There's a Absolutely pointless chat log recapping things that have we've already been told or we can easily surmise. Namely that we use the totem to get the item on the card we use to generate the totem. 
And this item is free, so it is probably important. Bros can finally do the house rearranging now to free John from his hell cube. Uh, <laughs> she can store stuff from John's house in the game's inventory for for Nalia registry because fuck you, hussy. But anyway, we're to the one important thing that happens to this chapter, the three pages that matter. The totem uh, makes a big old tree, which drops an apple into John's hands, and the tree disappears. Uh, then we get our end-of-act page, which is uh, musical. It has music over it. It's dramatic zooms on John holding the apple and not doing the command of biting the apple. Dramatic zooms on the media, a zoom out on John's house and the whole sub- suburb. Uh, rapid cuts between, uh, like, John, his dad, his fucking ironic shit boy fuck posters, fuck you, John. Uh, Harlequins, <laughs> the urn, and right before the explosion, we get a brief glimpse of a mysterious glowing blue figure that is in the frame for a brief moment, then we end with a mushroom cloud explosion. Yeah! Finally, home stack's over! And I will note this briefly as recap, or I'm not sure where to fit it in. This would be where uh, the suggestion box is destroyed in the universe. When you click on it at this point in time, it would take you to a picture of a huge crater that where John's house used to be. How cool would it be if this is just where Homestuck ended? <laughs> like, <laughs> like this was it? Like, he builds up this big fucking whatever, and then he's like, actually, no. Because, like, that would be the most adventure story way to, adventure game way to end this story of just, like, you don't do this exact right stupid fucking puzzle that makes no sense. And then your game just ends. But no. No. There's still somehow more. Like that that would actually be like kind of like a funny actually be like a very, very funny like shaggy dog like end to like it oh it's weird that like all of the uh game facts like end after this point and it just ends because like that you just die. Everyone just dies at yeah. that point. Oh, yeah, that's what's happening, yeah. literally. I mean, it would it would be very funny if that was the intended endpoint of this game. Yeah, like this is like you just start the... the game and then everyone dies. Yeah, and this is also where Homestuck ended, just like for real. It's a story about an apocalypse cult, maybe apocalypse game. <laughs> uh, to, to show you the, the amount I'm invested in this story and the amount of effort I'm putting into writing my recaps, uh, instead of spelling the word hinges. I wrote down the word hingers. <laughs> that's, 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 that's where I upload all my pictures of hinges on Hinger. God, fuck you. Uh, okay. Let's, 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 I guess, get into this in more detail. So we, so we start with the brand new uh, uh, modus we've been introduced to? I I think we. I, I have stuff I can wring out of Rose personally first yeah yeah that's probably boring. that is probably the most important thing to talk about too. and she has an awful name that's not a name i i do not care about the fucking homestuck people who write in and give me fucking census details but the is 
not a name. It's stupid. It's awful. It's not how that works. I think we need to start out with the fact that this part starts out with like asking for Rose's name, even though she's been named like previously, I believe. I so it's think just it like me knowing her name in advance, actually. I I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Anyway, yeah, I don't think we. Then, I, think we um, I don't think we ever see see actually. We all we always see her. I think that's the whole point of the pester chum and the usernames uh, on pester chum uh, that we do not see in one's well, name. I still take issue with like they do suggest a name for her and it immediately goes no, that's fucking me. stupid. Yeah, it's a fucking misogynistic name. But I would say maybe don't let your dumb fan base name your fucking characters. Because, well, no, like, now now it's a joke. Because the same yeah. thing happened with good old Zeus Mel. Yeah, it's so fucking yeah. dumb. It's barely a fucking joke. And it's not and... just it's, it's not just misogyny. It is uh, a callback to misogyny. What is, yeah, what is her what is her fucking name? Her fake name? Dishy Whitey Broad. Broad. Oh, Flighty yeah. Broad. You know what uh, fucking Dave called her? Yeah, Dave or Google for school. Probably that, that's 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 why the reader submitted it. So yeah, you can already see the seeds by assertion is that Dave is or was massively popular. Yeah, I think he's ab- absolutely massively popular. Are you fucking kidding me? Like from what I know from just being around Homestuck people, he becomes extremely fucking anime, but still like super ironic. So I mean, we'll get to it, I think. But fucking sucks. Sucks ass. I don't like this. I didn't like this part. Can I make that very clear? I don't like Rose. I uh, think she's the opposite of funny and good to read. Yeah. So here's the thing is that she's not even like Rose's whole character is that she is snobby. And like she, she, she's like, she's like a nerd, but she's like a, uh, uh, completely forget racism tentacle oh, man yeah she's yeah a, fucking dare you. Lovecraft. lovecraft nerd it, lovecraft yes lovecraft yeah it was a very specific type of nerd for lovecraft girl and she's that yeah. yeah i i personally believe that characters like rose should solely exist to constantly getting like one-upped of like you're fucking stupid your snobbery's fucking stupid like, but no, she doesn't really get one up at all. I don't think, in at least in this part, she gets way more one ups on everyone else. Yeah, as yeah. far as I've I've read this, she is the puppet master. She is the one who is smarter than everyone. I think maybe we should also talk about how her voice is the same voice that uh, Hussey, the narrator, uses, and I think mm-hmm. that's interesting that she's like the puppet master who is the one behind the scenes. Because I'm going to make the assertion that Rose is Hussey's self-insert in this story. And I'm I mean, not until... going to defend it. Well, that gets oh, until... uh, interesting, considering our third segment. Oh, yeah. I mean, until Hussey does actually come into the story. And plays like, a literal like, self-insert. This is the, the, yeah. Rose is his, his avatar, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a better way to put it. Well, because their voice is the same. There's no distinguishing from how the narrator sounds, the narrator who is hussy, versus how Rose sounds when she thinks and talks and types shit. Yeah, here's... Like, let's point to point specifically, is that it becomes apparent when we switch points of view 
is that the narration is not just narration. It is narration written in that character's uh, like style of speech. So, yeah, because Mm. the narration is distinctly different with John uh, than with Rose. See, I didn't really get that. Uh, The the voice is so similar that, like, the stylistic differences don't come through. I mean, it's immediately apparent to me that the narration for Rose's scenes is much more Andrew writing like a fucking asshole. I mean... Counterpoint, Andrew fucking writes like an asshole all the goddamn time, from what we've seen. This is more. He's going to level beyond, is what you're telling me? Like it's, it's, it's probably more to me. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, I'm not telling you you're wrong. I think Andrew fucking Hussey writes like a fucking asshole all the goddamn time. Also, there's, like, there's, there's scenes where like she is aware that she's being observed. Is that's is that do, do we think that that's her mom that's observing her or what? Or is she no, just self aware? It's specifically she's aware that she's being like controlled. It's like, mm. no, I wouldn't let uh anyone see what's inside the box as she nudges the box like inside a cabinet. Which is yeah, a funny that's... little animation. Yeah, but also, like, can you me- can you imagine being, like, since this is before they fucking cratered the suggestion box, can you imagine that, like, you send a suggestion and it's like, look what's in the box, and <laughs> immediately Hussey just like, no. No. What, why would, again, at this point, Hussey gets to pick which suggestions he wants to take, so why, I don't... I feel, I feel like at this point, like, like, like this this reading had a lot more instances of the reaction to a command being no. Yeah, which again, Hussey is like he's he's the one that's like picking the suggestions, right? Like he he has it so that he can read what suggestion gets sent. But just I don't I know this is like it's his full time job. I get that, but I can't imagine like my full time job being this and then like well you know i'm gonna animate this thing that doesn't involve anything and just wait some time when i could i guess i could be advancing the story it's it's very much um programmer brain i think again the <laughs> thing is like not just for box it's one of the weird suggestions was like uh fondle your creative writing uh journals and saying my precious it's like, no, I never do that when someone is watching. And yeah. I'm alone. It, it's just like, she knows that she is being fucking cosmically controlled. And it's like, particularly the writing in those segments is so fucking pretentious, dipshitty, more so than John's. I fucking hate Rose. Like, fucking, a very unlikable character, in my opinion. Like and Rose hasn't been um hasn't been like spurred by anyone else yet at this point, has she? I don't think so. When getting complications, it is a one it is a straight line um uh, like relationship chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like it's a, well it's it's kind of like a circle where like 
like she is this she spurs john john spurs someone else that person spurs someone else and they spur oh, yeah but that's not set up yet that's not a twinkle yeah. in the character's eyes okay so yeah so her being like self-aware about being watched doesn't really make a whole lot of sense it's yeah. not outside of being just kind of a dumb joke. It's a th- kind of throwaway. Is it? Yeah. Is it maybe? And I'm. I can't believe I'm pl- fucking playing devil's ad- advocate for this drivel. But is it maybe because she's a super big Lovecraft fan? She's like, of course, a cosmic power is watching me. I've read about it in my Lovecraft mangas, or what the fuck ever. I mean, eh, they're also. He's also very careful to never say or even directly imply Lovecraft. Like, it's Lovecraft is very careful for it to never, like, explicitly be Lovecraft. Yeah, because you can't really monetize that, can you? No. No. I I fucking hate this. Her fucking shirt icon is a fucking squid monster. Cthulhu, Like, does she have like a, she has she has a photo of someone who at least looks like Lovecraft on her wall? But if it's squid head, I'm yeah. on I'm on the animated page here here. Tio, let me uh post this in Discord, which will be useless for the podcast listeners, but Yeah, that's actually a picture of Lovecraft with a squid uh head drawn on it. I'm I'm confirming that I've read enough Lovecraft when I was a shitty teen to uh recognize his uh picture from the back jacket of book. That's okay, so he is he, he is at least implying Lovecraft, but he's very careful for it not to be like Lovecraft, yeah, but Lovecraft. Here's the thing, a lot of uh, Cthulhu stuff is like in the public domain, actually. Like, one of the things Lovecraft did is when he died, he uh, basically gave his, his intellectual property rights for Cthulhu and shit to like an extended um an extended trust of his other writers writer friends who then just were like let's go fucking hog wild it's like why neil gaiman could write um that sherlock holmes cthulhu slash fic that he wrote a few <laughs> it's not a slash fic whatever <laughs> a, study, a study in green or whatever and it's um it's why there's so much cthulhu shit in existence that is not directly tied to hp lovecraft so the fact that he's like censoring it is really fucking weird because the HP Lovecraft like brain trust really doesn't give a shit. They'll hand it to anyone that asks for it. It's just mm-hmm. it's so fucking weird. I mean, it's not a corporate thing. It's explicitly a thing where even in 2013, it's like, yeah, let's not be saying we like Lovecraft too much. I mean. But like Rose is explicitly supposed, but like 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 why why would you shy away from that unless you're trying to depict Rose as like a good person? I was like, yeah, Rose is supposed whole... to be a good person. Yeah, but like, I mean, here's the thing: I know plenty of nerds who like Cthulhu but don't like Lovecraft, and like they can mentally go through that fucking uh, eye of that needle and not give a shit. So, like, I don't think they're going to care, Hussey. I really don't I mean, think they're going to care. In a rational mind, no, but we are dealing with the internet. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I know internet people who are like, well, I, I dislike Lovecraft, but I love his work. And then it's just like, his work is about how mixing of races creates fish people, you fucking dummy. That was, 
specifically saying that I feel like Andrew is fed the exact type of like fucking liberal where it's like <laughs> no Lovecraft is like that actually but I'm still going to make a whole bunch of veiled references to him but, but you know I can't actually say his name because that would be bad it's the fucking Harry Potter was written by Hatsune Miku thing which like no, no that's not really the point okay fuck it whatever I mean it's also like, there's plenty of cosmic horror things that Rose could yeah. be into besides Lovecraft. It's 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 an extreme uh poverty of imagination on Hussey's part to think that the only cosmic horror shit that Rose could be into is Cthulhu. Like it's a whole genre. I mean Cthulhu did start it, but it's a whole genre. Could use someone slightly less racist, like Poe. Yeah. Yeah, you could do Poe. He did cosmic horror ish. I'd say his stuff was more gothic horror, but yeah. Like, 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 she, she could absolutely be like a gothic horror and still be the exact same trope. Yeah, she absolutely. Could. Again, I, it's a real poverty of imagination on Hussey's part. She, she's also, she's also going for that because of how fucking lurid and purple her writing is. I hate Rose, and I hate the fact that she's going to keep coming back. Like, like, the more purple prose is something associated way more with gothic horror than. Mm-hmm. Cosmic and yeah. Lovecraftian and cosmic. Yeah, no, Lovecraftian horror, to be honest, is more about not fully describing the monster, so your mind can make up the horrors. Yeah. Because that's like, <sighs> like the pro-specific thing of being more, uh, like, straightforward. Anyway, I love that we're. I love that we've just kind of started talking about different genres and books instead of talking about Homestuck. You know, surprisingly, uh, Hussey's commentary does not mention literally anything about, like, Rose as a character and, like, why she likes not Lovecraft. Yeah, because he's a fucking boring asshole. That's it. He chose the most basic level or whatever for Rose and is a boring asshole. I mean, we found out today that he's 40 fucking years old. So, like, he wrote this 10 years ago. He would have been 30. He's yeah. the most boring, the most boring person. When he wrote this, he was already, con- he was already like. Yeah, he wrote this like 10 years ago. No. It's the most. No, how fucking old he is because of, in the John part, about how fucking uh, early 90s, uh, late 80s culture obsessed he is. Yeah. John, the fucking thirteen-year-old boy who would have been born in like, like what's that nine? Like he would have grown up in the two thousands, but he's really obsessed with little monsters and fucking Con Air. Yeah, so it really, it really kind of lays bare the fact that uh, the reason that John is obsessed with this thing is because this is a thing that was from Hussey's childhood. So he's just literally writing stuff that he remembers. Yeah, yeah, so maybe this would be a part three thing, but I'll just say it here anyway. Is in doing my digging uh, for the third segment of this, I did find out that uh, Andrew Hussey uh, indeed did buy a prop bunny from Con Air. Shut the fuck up. Really? Uh, yes. What a fucking... He, That's something... <laughs> he okay. apparently paid $1,000 for it. It oh is my not... God. Uh, the bunny from the end of a movie, the one that, uh, you know, the bad guys directed to put the bunny in the box. 
it is the pristine new bunny that is still in the box. <laughs> That's such a fucking, like, midlife crisis purchase. Like, oh god, my childhood's gone, I'm, I'm 40 years old almost. How can I recapture it? I know, I'll spend a thousand real dollars on a prop from a movie. This is, like, remember when, like, uh, Notch bought a mansion full of stale candy, and then everyone made God, fun of yeah. him? Yeah. Why did people make fun of Hussy? Yeah. <laughs> bought yeah. a mansion, then he custom-built a room full of candy, uh, so his friends come over and eat candy, and then he realized he doesn't have friends, so all the <laughs> candy in the candy room went rotten. That's so good. I fucking... I mean, Notch could be a... He could be his own fucking podcast, but... <laughs> yeah, we're not. Like, yeah. I'm just going to say, this does circle us back to a previous episode's conversation about how the fuck are these 13-year-olds sending these types of gifts? I mean, it's, it seems to be kind of, like, implied by what we see so far that uh, Rose is loaded. Yeah, yeah. She lives in a mansion with an observatory. And I yeah. guess her mom just gives her free access to the credit card. I I think I uh, I feel like even if you have a type of lifestyle, you're not just getting. Oh yeah, sure you can spend a thousand bucks to send you a yeah no mouth breather friend this dumb thing. I mean, also, I think there's a conversation to be said that like one of the most popular um, millennial pieces of media, Homestuck, because it's popular with millennials, was written by like a. 30-year-old man when these people were, like, 15? Like, I, I think, think we need to maybe have a conversation about that at some fucking point. Yeah, it's so, because... it's so fucking weird. I, again, I, I think that's third segment stuff, considering... Yeah, yeah, I, I just wanna, I just wanted to bring it up, because, like, it, finding out Hussey was 40 years old, and then doing the mental math to figure out his age when he was writing this, is is fucking insane to me. Like Rackets full of viewers, thirty three. Yeah, he's it's insane. It's fucking insane. And I guess we'll talk about it in the third section, which is probably going to be very long and I'm very excited to get to it. Looking at this stuff, it's kind of obvious he's a Gen X or knowing that piece of information. It unlocks a lot. Oh yeah, no. Absolutely. Um like and clicks. Yeah, cohorts, generational cohorts are fucking bullshit and stupid. But you can you can tell that his humor is very um rooted in the nineties because that's what Homestuck is. It's a very nineties piece of media. Um, in a way that I don't I don't think can be accurately conveyed without like having someone sit down and read it. Um it's super fucking nineties. And I lived through most of the nineties as a as a young growing up child. Uh and it wasn't good actually. <laughs> it was actually really fucking bad. Well yeah. here, but consider Good. this though. Uh, uh yeah. Hussy is Hussy is a straight white cis man. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is probably great for him. That tends yeah. to be the divide on the nineties uh for people that Cis straight, especially whites, uh, love the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, people call it queers, not so much. Yeah, I think that is. I think that is. 
I think it's very telling that the part of Homestuck that the fandom seems to latch onto the most isn't this part. Yeah. Yeah. It's because... not the part where these kids are like real like hard stuck like, in the fucking nineties. Hard nosed nineties tropes. Hell, the kids re- barely fucking appear in larger Homestuck fandom. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly the trolls, if we're being honest. And I think I think it starts like it, it, I've always wondered why are the trolls the fixation? Um, and I think they're it's the fixation awesome. because it, from what little I know of the trolls, they are much more two thousands, and so like that's what the millennial audience is latching onto. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the culture they get. They don't fucking get like the fuck is Con Air. What the fuck is Face Off? What the fuck is Little I mean, Monster? They they are like two thousands as seen by a Gen Xer. Yeah, yeah. but it, so it's, it's 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 like one hundred percent irony poisoning. And yeah, I'll, I will reserve judgment until when we get there. But I definitely feel like uh, the fans are taking a more generous interpretation yeah, of the no. trolls than what was intended. I I agree. Um, yeah. I just think that they recognize tropes that they understood because you have to. Uh, I have to feel like it should be remembered that a lot of the fans that started reading Homestuck were like 13, 14, 15 when they got into it. Um, they weren't. They were young adults, so they a lot. I I work with young adults. They're they're smart, but a lot of irony and shit like goes over their head because they're still developing and that's okay but you know they just recognize things that they knew and were like oh this makes the trolls cool yeah fucking hate and i think i think that it's also like another another reason that's like 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 if if he was correct and that like the trolls are largely being misremembered by the fandom uh like and why the fans are being misremembered and enjoyed and why the kids aren't being misremembered and enjoyed is that like i think i think like i think the big divide is that the trolls are alienating and weird and they're supposed to be whereas the kids are alienating and strange but they're not supposed to be (laughs) that's a really good point actually alienating and weird it's like that's just really clicked into place of like why there's so many queer people who are super into the troll part yeah that oh, okay fuck. we'll we'll get there anyway uh but yeah a, before we depart a brief uh save this thought about why the more 2000s things uh resonate more uh with the people reading this just keep in mind that dave is uh the most liked it before Ugh. Ugh. So, whatever. Anyway, Rose plays with violin. Um, I have to mention this because part of my self-appointed job is telling you the songs. This is the violin refrain of A Grieve, written by Mark Hadley, uh, arrangement by Andrew Howe. I think that's how that's pronounced. H-U-O. It is pretty good. It didn't, it didn't click yeah. super hard with me, but also the... The the violin samples that they use were kind of meh. Yeah, it like I'm into the Homestuck music when it's being uh like super crunchily compressed bleeps and bloops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like I did like the um 
the 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 haunting piano refrain that John played, but I think that was I think that was just because that had like a pretty good sample, like a good pretty good piano sample. While this one was kind of screechy. Also, uh, Showtime is in fact a banger in any form. Showtime is really good. Yeah, no, the the music that was used here was actually pretty good. Like the one thing I consistently cannot complain about is the music. Yeah, and I think that's because it's made by other people that are not hussy. Actual composers. Yeah. I will. I will sometimes. I will sometimes go back. Like, like, like after after reading through a like a chapter, I'll sometimes go back and like just go to the pages that have music and listen to them again because I like uh, the music. Well, let me recommend oh. the Bandcamp page where it has this big collection of all the songs. You know, it's four acts on one page. Oh yeah, link that sucker. I'll put in the show notes. The schnotes. Yeah, the schnotes. Yeah, it's yeah. Bandcamp, you know it. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. It. I also, can I say the one thing I actually did like besides the music? Yes. Yeah, what's up? All the fucking wizard paintings, they were fucking rad, yes. and Rose is a fucking idiot for not liking them. The wizards are so fucking good. Yeah, it's like side of the van quality art of wizards, and it's very good, and Rose is a dummy. Yeah, this is also Andrew showing his own ass again. But this is the stuff Andrew's actually into. Yeah, I fucking... This is really good. Wizards kick ass! And uh. So, since we are on this topic, I want to formally rescind uh, my statement about Rose being better than John in the idiotine department. She <laughs> also has the same brain poisoning John does. Oh, my loving parent is actually the worst? Yeah. Yep. That's... I, that's a running theme, I believe, uh, with the kids. Not really. I'm, I'm, oh, really? Wow! Nope, just it's these just two. <laughs> it's just two. So There's first more dumb into a reasons I half remember, so I won't get into them, but it's real bad. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, oh, like... my parents care too much. Ugh, the other so... two have a good relationship with their guardians. Good. Yeah, I recall that. that. Yeah, that's like, a thing. Yeah, like and and like I guess I like I'm glad we have the reveal that mom that Rose's mom is not in fact abusive. Um Yeah. That's good. That would have been really awkward. Yeah, imagine if that was like if Homestuck yeah. tried to tackle the issue of parental abuse. Like she is apparently still a big fan of martinis, but But although although I although I, I do like I do like I do very much like the concept of like a pair of parents who like dislikes their child so much they cover their house in shitty van wizards just to spite their child. <laughs> so fucking passive aggressive. Also, if um, I had to live with um, if my if my kid was as shitty and snobby as Rose, I'd also drink a martini a day. Because martinis are good. Yeah, they're good. Besides yeah. being good, also uh Gives me an excuse not to fucking talk to Rose. God, fucking like, like, ima- imagine living like with this voice, like this, this, this narrator in your house talking to you. Yeah, you're just like putting up cool pictures of van wizards, and you just hear in the back, "It was another day of pouring rain when Mother put up another cursed wizard poster." And you're just like, dude, the fucking rules. Yeah, casserole. Definitely hasn't affected uh, breathy voice all the time. 
like and god oh, sorry this on note i have to call it this one specific page of her irrational uh persecution uh thing the words left my brain complex a persecution complex um the fact that her mother built a elaborate mausoleum for her dead cat Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's big it's, cat it's lady so energy. Good. Also, it's, I love, I love uh, that. Like, the, it's like it's not even a, it's not even a big cause mausoleum. It is a cat-sized mausoleum, so it's just very small. Uh, the scale is unclear. It looks the very small. Scale is unclear. I, I, I prefer to imagine this is a cat-sized mausoleum. The trees could be in the background. <laughs> that is true. Will and this anyway, question it, ever be answered? It is a mausoleum that Andrew clearly did a Google image search, uh, made it grayscale, plopped it down in his art, and then painted a cat head on the top of it. Yes. <laughs> really. I mean, that's most of his art, though, for, like, backgrounds and shit. But, but you and, know what? That's fine. Well, less so just going on. Um, <laughs> but oh, one no. unique thing gets less so. Um. Yeah, so I'm simply going to weave this out because it's how insane Rose is. Uh, your mom had the structure erected with a spirit of scornful irony in response to your youthfully innocent request to hold a funeral for the animal. Which, fuck off, Rose. It sounds like your mom wanted to help you deal with the death of your fucking cat. And so, because she's rich, she wanted to create a monument that you, could, you, a child, could visit so that you could deal with the concept of death, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I, this is the exact moment where it just becomes so crystal clear. So, that, nope, Rose is also a moron. Yeah, and it, no. And it is, it is like another, and like, I'm realizing that, like, after the discussion earlier, this is just, this is just another alienating 90s thing. Like, this is like the, like kids movie like uh parents don't get it they suck parents don't get it they build mausoleums to your cat uh, what yeah it's it is that it is that energy except like in a completely different universe and also and i don't get the joke there's no joke i don't think there's it's a just, joke i think it's yeah. just like this this is a this is a trope i also kids, think kids hate their parents for no particular reason yeah no i also it's not weird to have like a marker for your pet either like in the form of like a small mausoleum or whatever like there's pet graveyards that you can buy a plot for your pets in it's not that weird people could can get attached to their pets like how fucking self-centered is rose that she thinks her mother built a mausoleum for their family pet um to spite her like perhaps your mother Love your cat, you fucking asshole. Ugh. Yeah, this is another example of how outrageously uh, wealthy Rose's mom is. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I'd also I, be... I'd be way more down with rich people if they did shit like this. Like building cat mausoleums? Yeah. I mean, yeah. a rich guy did build a duck congress once for ducks. So good yeah it's fucking great the money's stress from fact is that the house from a brief shots we have of it 
is like really clearly supposed to be uh, like falling water or one of the uh, Frank Lloyd Wright's in that vein. Mm-hmm. Or like like in order to like get to some of the rooms, you have to go outside. Ugh. Like Frank Lloyd Wright's houses are beautiful, but living in them but just must be a nightmare. Yeah, like just, she lives in what like should be a fucking world heritage site. It, she lives in what should just be a fucking piece of art that people go and admire. Which also does uh, add a layer of her mom ruling, is that she's hanging band wizard art in yeah. architectural marvel. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, the, the World Heritage Site people come up and they're like, well, we would really love to uh, just take a look in your house so that we can record it for our Frank Lloyd Wright. And then they get in and it's just wall-to-wall van wizards. It's like, now is this, now is this the original uh, design that uh, Mr. Wright wanted? No, I just fucking love wizards. Also, I hate my daughter. She hates wizards. Okay. A normal house. So fucking good. God, the van I wizards are good. Fucking love her, Mom. And Yeah. I'll say my uh, high point, which is not a joke this time, and because we're no, we're no joke, but we're no jokes, Miss Weeding. Nope. Yeah. Um, besides, besides the van wizards, no. Well, not, a, text, a not a textual joke. Okay, yes. No not something jokes. that Hussey wrote. Is he just did a nice art moment of it's a standard trope, but still appreciate it when it's done. Of when Rose is sneaking around her house, her mom just becoming visible in the flash of lightning. Yeah. It's a classic yeah, done nice. well. It's pretty good. That's nice. Because, yeah, she's sneaking around her house because she is also paranoid about having interaction with her mom. God. Fucking... When Hussey, like, tries to do art, it can come out very good. And then other times you get the squat little dumpling children who are bad to look at. Yeah, when he goes for anime and everyone becomes uh, very clampy and angular, it's nice. Yeah, I'm excited to get to that because this drawing, this art style, fucking sucks. I mean, it's still going to be mostly the gremlins. Something, something that like I've been like thinking about, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't like the armless design. Yeah, it's not good. Like, I know that it's like a running gag about, like, ah, get arms. But, like, I think that the, I think that the armless design is kind of doesn't look good. Which he repeats again in this update. He repeats again in this chapter to retrieve arms. And then to, in a further attempt to make a joke, in the two instances after the get retrieve arms, uh, when she has to nod things out of frame, she does it with her feet. Yeah. Although when she's sneaking, she has arms. Yeah, it's... And, like, it, it doesn't look good. Just it, don't... Just add on. Yeah, it's from the conceit of this being an adventure game, and it looks like shit. Adventure game characters have arms. <laughs> no, don't you remember in Gabriel Knight where he lost his arms? Shit. Yeah, where he just was just like a little chess piece man. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why he has to do that puzzle with the cat where you uh, tape an arm to a cat and then you have to get it. <laughs> I have to doctor this photo so that I, I look like someone who has arms. 
No, we have to get the fucking. That's so fucking bad. You don't pick so much thing where you don't have arms until they move. <laughs> <laughs> Which they have the same color as their shorts, they blend in. <laughs> I'm just thinking that we haven't gotten any convoluted, like, adventure game puzzles yet, and, like, like, he just has to do one because he could make a real fucking feast of a joke out of it, but I don't I don't think he, that will happen. He tapped that well in Problem Sleuth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, I think, I think, I think Problem Sleuth was a kind of hussy, like, using up all of his adventure game jokes, which is probably why that that one is better. Yeah, like a trope in uh, Problem Sleuth is quote unquote weird puzzle shit. <laughs> um, whereas, and this is directly from the uh, Homestuck wiki, the corresponding trope in Homestuck is weird plot shit. Oh, you mean bad plot syndrome where the plot's bad? Oh no! Uh, instead, instead of a joke where. Like instead of the 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 puzzle being nonsense, it's a joke. The plot is nonsense, and it's just confusing. Yeah, it's yeah. where the characters will look at the camera and say, "Well, this seems important, but I don't understand it." I don't know. Uh, hey, don't. Jokes. If you have to lampshade your fucking plot, you're doing it wrong. Sorry. I mean, you already know this is coming. There's already been so many plot lampshades in this. I know. Two hundred panels of. I know. Uh, okay, fucking. Well, like, I mean, I mean, in fairness, he does try to do like some uh, adventure game jokes, like the in the whole like Cruxtruder, the the Cruxtruder and the alch- alchemeter are kind of that, where it's like good. Uh, yeah, these it's 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 the kind of adventure game puzzle where you are given completely impossible to parse machines and you have to figure out how they work i read it as a sims joke where in order to do certain actions you have to select them off of an item rather than telling your sim just do them like um an example is to like have a baby at a hospital instead of just popping them out where you stand it you (laughs) i believe you use an item you use an option, an action on the bassinet item, which you have to buy and place in your house. That's so good. Like Instead I of just calling for an ambulance. Yeah, Sims. So, so like I Sims think I think that's the joke he's going for is Sims jokes and how you have to do certain arbitrary actions through items you buy instead of just being able to do the action. I think that joke would land better if the if instead of like weird like like a totem lathe, it was just like normal objects. Yeah, like, like just it, it was just like a washing machine that you had to use in some bizarre way. Yep. It's also, I mean, it. I'm not going to turn this into a Sims podcast, but like that is still in flavor of Sims, where you just have inscrutable items, so the game doesn't really tell you what they're supposed to be or if they have a function. I guess I would not know because I have not played The Sims. Yeah, same. I've only watched p- challenges where people try to make 100 babies. Ugh. Hashtag 100 baby challenge. Um, <laughs> if you like this podcast, you should hashtag 100 troll sona challenge. <laughs> Where we make Dijon draw 100 troll sonas in 100 seconds. 
No. That, no, that that's going to be our occasional side podcast where uh, each episode we review 100 troll sonas. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, this Ugh. this one this one uh, this one's Karen and Katana. I mean, they're all Karen and Katana if you look at them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to talk about troll songs at some point in this podcast. Yeah, we are. Okay. So, and um, then I'll tell my cool troll sona story. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the other thing, the other great thing we get to talk about now? What oh, is well, that, Eve? No, I mean, hold on. These are, you have a favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part was your favorite part, is the, uh, the, the wizards. God damn it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Inventory. Okay. Yeah, 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 let's do. Yeah, but before we get into this, uh, like, Andrew Hussey's only commentary on this is, does anybody understand the tree modus? Yes, it's easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Rose has a tree. It is a baffling implementation of a binary search tree. <laughs> so. No, okay, so. So. You have you put in an item into your inventory. That first item becomes the root node. It when you pick up the next item, it is compared. In this case, alphabetically by the order of the first letter of the object's name. <sighs> and if it is greater than the root item, it goes to the left. If it is uh, Less than the root item, it goes to the right. Oh, wait, other way around. Less than it goes to the left, uh, greater than it goes to the right. Okay. My bad. And then at the next level down of the tree, if that node is occupied, the process repeats with that node, is compared to that node, and gets sent to the appropriate branch, and so on, uh, until it finds an empty node to park itself. This is all simple and good. Now, Rose, uh, her tree, can rebalance itself automatically should the tree become unbalanced. Where if any part of the tree becomes uh, two levels deeper than its uh, symmetrical other half, the tree will rebalance around so all the nodes are balanced. This doesn't necessarily happen in this update, but it doesn't have to rebalance the entire tree. It can also just rebalance subtrees within the tree. This is... Anyone who has not done, like, an actual data structures course in some programming language will have no idea what's going on here. I just know it fucking You're right. (laughs) Like, to my data structure knowing ass... This makes sense, but it's stupid. I, I've heard you explain it, and I've, I've internalized some of it. I'm just thinking, who would want their adventure game inventory to be like this? It's the fucking pits. I didn't think there was a fucking Silidex or whatever worse than John's, but uh, this one sucks shit. Oh, you're going to be pining for the days of free tree syllabus. Oh, fuck me. I thought the joke of these is that, like, haha, this is a real data structure. Data structures are stupid the way they work. Except, 
this one has stuff added to it to make it stupid. Like, an actual tree, binary tree, doesn't rebalance itself, does it? You sh a properly written one should rebalance itself. Okay. Because that uh, speaks to bad architecture. Or, alternatively, it speaks to a fact that you really shouldn't be using a tree uh, for the task you're trying to use it for. But no, you want you want the tree to be broad and not deep, because the point of a binary search tree is to speed up searches by making a number of comparisons. So a deeper tree means more comparisons, more runtime. So we want it to be broad, not deep. So the idea is that if you have like a billion things in your inventory, you could find it very easily by going like, okay, this is the roots, uh, is what I'm looking for earlier in the alphabet or later in the alphabet. Yeah, I mean, it, it's powers of two stuff. So, okay. like, you very quickly are able to, uh, like, make a unique comparison with a small amount of operators. Like, a tree four levels deep, it can, you can get 16 things just on the bottom level. I hate this. I hate this. And, of this. course, you add up all the levels above, so. I know, he was banting in the background. Feels like I'm in school again. I'm in math class and I'm doing a word problem. I hate it. But before I hate you, In the four level tree, you can sort between 29 objects just by asking like four questions. I hate Hussey. I hate the structures. This sucks shit. Also, when she, can we talk about how when she like fucks up her data structure or whatever, I think she pulls out the root. Um, and all her items just kind of fall out. Um, yeah, why don't they shoot out? Also come out? Yeah, why don't they shoot out? Because John's shot out. Why don't they shoot out? They should shoot out, right? Okay, so my analogy here, which this is never explained, is that so, like, what John is doing. In data science terms, when when not data science, data structure terms, when he ejects an item, is he's doing an operation called is he's pushing something like onto the stack. So a push action results in some velocity for the item popping out. Whereas taking the node out of a, the root node out of a tree just causes it to collapse. I hate this. So that's no velocity a, to it. In in the fiction of the fucking game, um, in the fiction of the fucking game, these are commercial products that you can buy. So again, why yeah, do they have the worst inventory structure? It doesn't, like. So I think, I, think, I, think that's, I think that's just the entire joke of it. Is like, what if, what if the things that programmers use was a consumer product? And it's, like, not even entirely supposed to be a consumer product. It's, like, something that, like, you, it, it, it's something, like, you do yourself, except when it is a consumer product. Just fucking sucks. And, like, this is, uh, why Rose's idiot is hand-waved away is because she chose this, because she thinks that it is elegant. Here's a quick question. Why does Rose care about data structures? We, I know why John cares about data structures, because he has a book on it. He likes coding. That, that's the way this world works. 
everybody loves data structure. Is everyone has a data structure based card inventory. Mm-hmm. And John, for some reason, John was the only one who was given some kind of in-universe justification. Yeah, but... like John has a stupid uh, inventory structure because he's like making his own, and he's an idiot. Specifically, I think he's using the. Is he making his own, or is he just using like a sample one from a book? He gets a sample one from a book, but it's implied that his initial. Uh, first and last out structure is something that he is responsible for himself having, I think. I did not pick up on that. I hate the fucking structures. I hate it. Sucks. Doesn't end. Well, Hussey would disagree with you. Um, I think... Yeah, well, Hussey's a big dumb idiot. I contend that my nerdish, ridiculously stubborn commitment to demonstrating how certain data structures work through a cumbersome card-based inventory is, in of itself, an act of supremely high comedy. But it's not. It's not funny. Nope. It's, it's just no. not. It's actually comedy poison because it requires an explanation for every single joke as to why it's funny. Imagine if I started off like, why did the chicken cross the road? Well, actually, a road is, and a chicken is, and also on the other side, it's it, it's not a good joke. You know what? You know what this is. That uh, this is this is Big Bang Theory comedy. Oh fuck! Bingo boingo. It it is it is like it is the kind of nerd joke where you go like, mm-hmm. oh, that's 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 very Turing of you, and with the idea that they don't know what Turing is, and then you get to explain uh, who Turing is to them. It's very Turing of you. I see that you've chemically castrated yourself. Yeah, as arguably the target audience for these, they, they aren't jokes. They are not jokes. They're they're jokes just for Hussy. Again, if a joke is just for you, the author, it's a bad joke. Because you're trying to make media that people yeah. consume. But I'm I'm real fucking cl- Also you <laughs> you never hear about the fucking data structures when people describe how good this thing is. Yeah, because the the core audience of this doesn't give a shit about data structures. They're not yeah, coders. And, and yep, yeah, the trolls all have them too. Fuck off. And like again, people don't care about the data structures. Yeah, they don't. It's the it's uh, okay. Like, Whatever. Like, they've all been like meticulously documented on the wiki, but that's because they're a thing. They have to be yeah, documented. Yep. Because they apparently have physical significance in this world that we're fucking created. Stupid. Trolls has them because they are cosmically linked universes. Great. Fucking cool. I'm glad that's happening. It's definitely not lazy writing and so Hussey can make more stupid fucking jokes. Oh, you're fucking angry angry up a tree. Oh, it's going to get so much worse. Yeah, I know. I know that it's just the tip of the iceberg, but, like, it's it's not funny. And it, several times it actively slows down the fucking comic. Which, again, I've, I fucking waxed fucking elegantly or whatever last time about, like, it's, to me... Uh, uh, something you're reading should be snappy and have a good pace and set a good pace. This breaks every single fucking rule ever. 
It's not snappy. It's all because of these fucking stupid data structures. I have to fucking read a data structure book. You could say that it is disrupting comedy. Really, Asahasi is inventing new frontiers of comedy by ignoring the things that are that that makes things funny. Asahasi should go jump in a cold lake. That's my joke. Disruption. He's going to go Rasputin himself. You see, Rasputin got thrown into a frozen lake. Ah! Okay, fuck you, John. It's, John gets more time to be a fucking awful, asshole idiot about his terrible movies. He has a crush on the lady from Deep Impact. Uh, and just, Armageddon. And Armageddon. Just from the fucking... Like, this from the fucking kills me is that... When Rose plays the fucking violin, we have a thing chastising Rose for fucking wasting time when her friend's about to die, and the same thing when she looks through a fucking telescope. But meanwhile, at the same time, with no fucking uh, commentary or anything, we get a cutaway to John just waxing about uh, his boner for a minor character of Bruce Willis's daughter in Armageddon. I say minor God, character, but she's not a fucking character. No. She's a fucking character God. motivation. She's a love interest, so she's basically just a pair of tits on a broom. Character motivation. That that that's I think I feel like I feel like implying that characters in that movie have motivation is giving a lot of credit to the writers. Yeah, no, they don't want the fucking <laughs> earth to explode. <laughs> That's where I keep all my stuff. Like in all the getting, <laughs> the characters' motivations is in fact that they don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Someone appreciates my all the getting jokes. I mean, John Egbert does, and we have him on the podcast right now. Hey, John, can you come on in? Okay, so let's hussy this. You see, uh, the prominent song in all the getting is the song I don't oh want my to God. sing, uh. and. Uh, uh, okay, and also, in fairness to John, I guess he does think he's about to die. And yeah, I guess the last fair. thing he does before he dies is make out with a poster. Because, yeah. I don't know. Well, because he doesn't have a body. Poster. Again, I, don't, I, I, guess, I guess we're supposed to hate these people, these kids. Yeah, it feels like we, have, we should hate them. Okay, are we going on to no, the no. final section, or are we still going to... Uh, say one more thing that's... Um, I guess a couple things is uh, back back to the hussy commentary. Um, remember how it mentions the uh, Fernalia? No. Fernalia registry. Yeah, so the, they they took the Rose took the generic objects and put them in the Fernalia registry. Uh, which this this is like one of the okay just brief brief uh co- brief commentary about the hussy commentary. Uh, there's literally no reason to buy this book because this book will tell you basically nothing um good like you you would think that like ah this will give me insights into like the writing process of homestuck uh but no, no, no it's pussy like completely half-assed this and it's completely just like rose deposit fred savage punchable face in the toilet rose walking approximately 10 feet of the rain to save john from meteor apparently qualifies as being put upon it's just jokes like it just yeah. makes like very very basic not very funny kind of lazy jokes like in the commentary. especially in the first act andrew hussey is writing these notes these publisher mandated notes like a good year after the fact god yeah so he's just ripping on his own shit like so like and like so like very very occasionally you will get something like when he mentions 
like like a theme or in this case uh oh here's another thing i set up expecting to get serious use out of it later but then didn't the server and player can pick just about anything up and store it in the fernalia registry including huge things I anticipated later this would be a way to get around the size limits of things you could capture log and then use codes of things in the registry to combine them via alchemy. But I guess I either forgot about this feature or it turned out the server player is usually too preoccupied to make much use of it or came up with other ways to capitalize, capture log slash create large items. So we set this thing up and then just completely forgot about it. You're the writer! What? I guess the, pl I guess the players forgot about it. You're the writer. They're not real, dummy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I put up the sticky note on my desk that told me to remember Fernalia registry, and then it fell off behind my computer. Well, I put the sticky note of the Fernalia registry in my Fernalia registry, and therefore you have uh, getting actual commentary in these books is when he has to write uh, commentary for stuff that happened, like kind of close to when he was forced to start doing this for the publisher. Ah. That makes a lot of sense. Like, I'm yeah. betting that, like, when we get closer to content, to a published state of a books, the commentary is going to be less jokey and more commentary. Oh, and before we do one, I will mention the last, last, last thing. Is the last page, it's an animation music. The music is good. The song is Suburban Countdown which is a rearrangement of Suburban Jungle, heard earlier, uh, written by Michael Guy Bowman, uh, arrangement, Mark Hadley. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and it is, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very good act ender. Uh, it is like, it yeah. is appropriately like a tense and stuff happens in time with the music to make it, like to make stuff have more weight. Um, it, it's good countdown music. This is good yeah, music. Good. Like, like, like the music, the music is carrying a lot of it, but the visuals, like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I liked it. I, yeah, I like, like, honestly, like, basically, any time, um, like, we have like an extended animation, a proper, I'm really pretty okay with it. It got me pumped up, and I fucking hate Homestuck so yeah. far. So, like. It was kind of a letdown because I like I was like, oh man, I'm really like riding high from this good music. I'm just gonna read the oh it's still more homestuck. <laughs> like, like man, this is great music and all these quick cuts like this meteor it's coming down. Christ. Yeah, no, it, it's good. It's unfortunate that it has to be tied to uh this terribly paced comic. Well, let's just say it's... be unfortunately tied to comments for when Toby Fox starts appearing. God, oh, yeah, oh. that's so unfortunate. Man, can I would pay money no. to see a Homestuck comic written by Toby Fox, actually, because I think it would be good and funny well, uh, based yeah. on uh, Undertale, which is good and funny and does a lot of the same shit that fucking Undertale does, but better. Come on to a segue now from this to the third segment. So, I mean, what I mean, what, what do you guys think the apple represents? No. Do you think the apple is a metaphor? The third segment. Do you the think third segment. Okay. Okay, and that brings us onto the third segment, which, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, did you guys know that Hussey's old now? <laughs> now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's like forty. I think we like mentioned. 40. 
Hey, hey, did you know, can you imagine a 40-year-old uh, making an, running an Instagram account where he makes fun of e-boys? Easily. <laughs> where, where a 40-year-old man dresses up like an e-boy to attempt to make fun of the youth? Yeah, easily. Easily. I can easily picture that because the comedians did it. I can't, I can't fucking believe that e-boy hussy was a thing that happened and it was not widely ridiculed. Okay, no, 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 no. You can't just say this happened. So, peek behind the curtain. I'm the one who stumbled upon this. This picture will be in the show notes. God, um, uh, it's cursed. It's so bad. Like, this happened. It's <laughs> fucking funny. It looks like a tool bag. Um... <laughs> <laughs> looks like a tool bag, aka a fan of tool. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, let's. I, I have to actually paint a picture of sound here. Um, <laughs> about what Hussey looks like. Let's just scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, he looks like uh the parody of an early two thousand Steam Kids free wing binder. Oh my fucking god, okay. Wow, that's really that has good. Like, like gilded fleur, like fleur de lis accents on it. It says Versace jeans. Again, for for millennial scene. Like, just imagine the one scene kid you knew in high school oh and god. the type of shit in their free wing binder. That is what he looks god. like in human form. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks like uh, a kid named Dragon Slayer. You know what? He doesn't really look like a whole lot. A young person? He looks like a 40-year-old cosplaying? An e-boy. He yeah, doesn't really look like an e-boy. I don't have a strong conception of what that is, so. E-boy is very, like, a modern soft emo. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go I... to the, so far as to say, like, like, it's 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 it is it is to emo what like pastel goth is to goth, um, like okay like he 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 got that like a common e boy thing is like stripe like black and white stripes, um, but like the shirt <laughs> isn't really it. Okay, uh, again, I I made this comparison a few times while describing this. Is that what style he has in fact hit? is early 2000s scene like yeah yeah absolutely it is it is it is such it is such a poorly observed parody except yeah. for the bucket hat i don't know what the fuck that came from yeah the bucket hat's this like a, a skull cap like that that's an evil uh. thing is skull caps i fucking hate to look at it actually it's real he looks, God, and he grew out a shitty little fucking beard. Uh, I think, I think he's always had that beard. Yeah, it's a shitty fucking little beard. That's... He should shave it. He, oh, he, just, also... he just turned his shitty little coder beard into a shitty little e-boy beard. Also a very <laughs> e-boy e thing of throwing up the uh, punk horns. Yeah. Yeah, he sure, wears a lot of horns. He, well, not, not punk horn, rock. Like the, rock horn, sorry. So you yeah, e e boys love rock. I, I'm in fact also out of touch, but <laughs> not as old as Hussey. Yeah, well, I mean, I think Hussey was already out of touch, and then he just got more out of touch. So, uh, 
like we're saying all this and like keep on ref I keep referencing scene stuff. So you're thinking like oh, so he did this in like the early twenty tens and like this can't be that oh. recent, can it? Nope. Uh nope. He did this in like the summer of twenty nineteen. Last year. Yeah. Like technically and less than a year ago. He didn't get called on it, which is fucking insane. Like, 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 like I, I distinctly remember there was a time when, um, like a bunch of like older comedians, for some reason, all decided to like it was it was their fun new meme is that they were going to go onto Twitter and then they posted videos of themselves like dressed up as like, like like YouTube like YouTube sluts. Like, 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 oh, like, wearing, like, low-cut tops and, like, mini skirts and, like, they're wearing, like, a blonde wig. And then they just, like, they'd go, like, oh, my God. Nah, nah, nah. Um, yeah. And everyone made fun of them because it's, because it was incredibly stupid. <laughs> you see, yeah. I became familiar with a much more creepy narrative to that is that they were dressing up the same way their daughters dress up. Oh, that's probably <sighs> another thing that happens. Which was probably also Gosh. widely mocked. Yeah. But Hussey, I don't know how he escaped the mocking. I assume because no one follows him on Instagram? Don't prove me wrong. Um, wrong. Pissed. I don't... How many followers he has? It's, it's Hussey. He is wildly popular. 32.1k followers. Okay, so he should have been mocked. Is he at least being mocked in the fucking comments on Instagram? I don't know how Instagram works. Nope. Uh, God, fucking piss. Absolute fucking piss. So, fine, sir. You are now my idol. I send you my respect. No, that's okay. not a real that, comment. That's, that's, no, no, no. Let's not get bogged down. We came here for a very specific point. So, yeah. this e-boy mockery was not um, just e-boy mockery. He was also doing something uh, very specific, which had wide-reaching consequences, unintendedly. Uh, hey guys, remember when Toblerones were a meme? No. Okay, no, no, no. This is not tapping into a Toblerone meme thing. Oh I'm my not fucking god! Is, I'm that yet. <laughs> this is a MS Paint adventure in joke. Oh my fucking is one of the, like, earliest pictures of Hussey that the community dug up was him cool. holding a Toblerone in front of a cave. This is, like, way pre-Homestuck stuff. Um, so Toblerones became kind of an in-joke in the community. So this so so this was this was a meme before it was a meme, and now he's bringing back a, a meme that was a meme twice. So it's a double old meme. I want to yeah, die. This is not a Toblerone joke. This is just internet fans being dumb. Anyway, this is this is not a it's not a high person ordering a a Toblerone and then coming to them being called like a Tobleroneer. Already meant to Toblerone. All right. So that's actually really funny. Okay, no, let's we just, can't keep saying that. Let's get into this. Again. I just want to get into this. He did, he, he did an Instagram scavenger hunt for boxes full of signed Toblerones. And so the first person to find the first Toblerone drop, in addition to getting 
signed Toblerones. Great. Okay. Um, wow. Hussey also made a uh, concession to her Ugh. in that he publicly stated that Jane Egbert is real. Oh yeah, he 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 asked he 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 specifically said that um he he made a joke about uh haha since you found the Toblerones you're the new Homestuck author and to which uh, according to the wiki uh which continuing the joke the Twitter responded by issuing a decree to which Hussey himself unexpectedly responded in the affirmative. So uh. basically he he made a joke like haha you're the you're you're my writer now and Oh, can't keep referencing that. <laughs> so it's easy to sue you. <laughs> we're already stealing their format. Um, so, so Hussey responded by saying, the, by 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 joking, and this person also responded by saying, "All right, haha. If I'm the if I'm the writer of Homestuck now, then I decree that." Uh, Trans John Egbert Jane. is canon. Not Jane Egbert. Yeah. Was it Jane or June? Jane. 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 That's the female version of John because people have no fucking. Jane Egbert is canon, and. You're fucking mad. Hussey agreed and it, and just decree and declared that yes, it is now canon. All right. There's. A lot to unpack here. First off, Jane is literally the female version of John, which is not how trans people... Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm a trans person. That's not how we pick our names. Uh, Two, um, this is some J.K. Rowling Dumbledore is gay shit. And the fact that Hussey has not been called on it and is instead like, wow, he's so progressive, is fucking insane. Right? It's insane, right? Uh, this, is that just me? This is for J.K. Rowling shit because this is also uh, a quote I'm oh, taking June. from the wiki. Oh, sorry, June. Fuck me. I'm I, think, I, think yeah. Jane's, I think Jane's a different character, which is this why. Is, oh I'm a fucking <laughs> illiterate. It's right here in front of me. Um, <laughs> yes, this is also um, a quote directly from the Homestuck wiki. Is, and I quote, Hussey had stated that June Egbert was, quote, the only headcanon that she'd, she'd seen Hussey get excited about, end quote. Cool. It fucking so sucks, actually. He not only confirmed it, he's like, yes, I'm into this. Into it. I, I, like this. I know you don't want to talk about epilogue stuff, but I really do need to mention how this sort of came to be. It, super briefly, please. Just like... Yes. Okay. So, uh, the reason... John is trans is because in one part of the comic he has long girly hair and in another part he acts maternal or well or like a parent which uh, the people have decided makes him a lady uh, and um, this is some gender essentialist bullshit and the, the fandom should feel bad about themselves yeah. they should they should absolutely fucking feel bad it's gender it's 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 the kind of shit that drives trans people back into the fucking closet, guys. The things that are cited as uh, evidence to this uh, now can, in fact, 
uh, things will come up super late in the comic, so we will be keeping an eye out for both yeah, and uh, discussing them in detail as they happen. Yeah, I, I just, I felt it was important to give context as to, like, yeah, this didn't yeah. just come out of thin air. It's intentional. Yes. It's people intentionally singing uh, traditionally gendered markers um, and going, yup, I'm very progressive and I'm going to get in on this gendered marker. Also, all trans people are the same. Um, it's childish. It's fucking stupid. It's gender essentialist. And it, it's transphobic on a level I don't think they understand. Yeah. Um, and they and feel bad. It's like, to be clear, this isn't just uh, like people, cis people who it's, are quote unquote allies. This, yeah. like, the person who asked for that if I'm getting my facts straight here, is in fact a trans woman. It's like, oh, yeah. uh, I see myself in so many of these experiences, which is just such a like ridiculous yeah. fallacy. That's not transition and experience with just gender broadly is not universal. It happens differently to each person. Yeah. I think one of the the things they mentioned is that like at one point John seems very super depressed, and I too was depressed before I transitioned. It's like no shit, but you can be depressed for un any number of reasons, actually. Yeah, as like, as I point out, when we discovered this, is wow, what a wild concept! A young adult feeling directionless and depressed. Yes, absolutely. Um, again, I I can't. Like, I know I very briefly went over, like, oh, this is some J.K. Rowling bullshit, and I super do want to talk about that. But it's fucking, it's so fucking wild how, like, it's transphobic. Just fucking take it transphobic. Yeah. You should feel bad. You should legitimately, I don't care if the person who made this up was trans, you should feel bad. You should feel bad because it takes about five seconds to think and go, this is some gender essentialist bullshit. Um, you should feel that. If this gets back to you, I hope you feel bad hearing this from an actual trans woman who has had a different experience than you. It, like it's, it's one thing to say that, you know, this, like John's experience at the end of a comic is... Uh, like highly relatable to me. It was highly relatable to uh, when I was transitioning and those type of feelings. But then it's just a complete left turn to say, therefore, John is trans. Like, you can have similar experiences to a person without them being a direct mapping of yourself. That you 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 have you have just uh set like ninety percent of queer theorists on fire heave. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this heave, but like, man, oh. the, I mean, when I say the the field of queer theory, I'm mostly talking about as it exists, which is mostly just people online. Um, the realization that a character can be a lot like you but not be you, uh, is is very is very contentious oh sorry i thought you were talking about uh academic queer theory where drones are queering warfare oh, <laughs> that's a different problem that's that, that's a different equally terrible uh space all right let's, it's, let's, let's... It's like 
I mean, it, it, it's even one thing to say, like, this this reads as queer versus he is queer. And that's yeah. something people don't understand on the yeah. internet. We've had, uh, like, personally long discussions about, like, book series that have, like, a very interesting queer reading, but it's absolutely, like, not canon. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think I need to post the like. I like this is such a prevailing problem. I made a, a infographic to help people with it. <laughs> like that's just because something is a queer theme doesn't mean it's queer. Because you know what's a queer theme is um, someone who is unable to uh, be with who they love mm-hmm. for like arbitrary for like because society uh, like is like is against it. Uh, that's very queer. Unfortunately, that's also the plot of Romeo and Juliet, which is not queer. Yeah. See also a million people who made Romeo and Steve. Romeo and Steve. Okay, fine. Romeo and Julian. Surely Ramona and Juliet would be better. Yeah, that too. And like, all those are fine. It's fine to like, write your own thing, but to say like, no, I want this to be literally true as much as anything about a fictional work can be true is nuts like yeah Mm -hmm. it's crazy town yeah i think yeah this is and like i think that like the way hussy like has interacted with this is a very dangerous dangerous precedent yeah like this is not something that should be encouraged like it's it should not be encouraged to let fans have control over the plot and canon of a book like i'm i'm sorry to fans out there um but you're bad but you should not have control over the things that you like uh and the, and the fact that it's becoming more common is incredibly concerning I mean, let's touch upon why that is because you're super invested in making sure these characters are going to be okay and that's a boring story actually where everyone's happy and okay you know, I, I have a slightly different direction to go on. It's not just it's not just that you invested in the characters being okay, but just being like deeply a fan of something is you get like deep preconceived notions of how something should be, and that intrinsically locks you out of innovation. Yes. Yeah. It's it's why uh Steven Universe Future it spoilers it ends with. Uh, Stephen going on a road trip to find maybe a new place to live because he needs to go explore the world. Um, and fans, fucking like really awful fans, hated it because for them the perfect ending is Stephen gets over his emotional problems after a hug and he just settles down in Beach City to live there forever and have cool adventures. That's boring, actually, yep. Yep. and also not authentic to the character. Yep. That's yeah. why fans yeah. are not allowed to write shit. Sorry. And and like and conversely, you know what property like was very fan reactive, uh, the Game of Thrones TV show. God, yeah. People fucking hated how yeah, that ended. It fucking, oh God, yes, it's the, it's one of the only series I know that the the ending has retroactively made the earlier good seasons worse. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, also the people writing it didn't know how to write, so that's that's also a thing. They were just a bunch of rich boy fuck, mm-hmm. fuckers, uh. Oh, yeah, but like they're also they also like were were very like clear like have been very clear in multiple interviews that like they wrote the last seasons based on like like largely based on like 
after reading fan discussions. Which is so fucking stupid. I mean, this is a pretty universal thing. It's about some of, like, the best and, like, seen as the most, like, innovative parts of the series are come from people who, like, come into the leadership role, like, knowing nothing about it. Yep. It's like uh, mm-hmm. Grant Morris's run of Doom Patrol. Didn't know anything fucking about it. Came in and turned it into a Dada's nightmare. It's one of the best comic runs ever. It's It's... I, it's okay to be a fan of a thing and make a thing related to it. Like if it's okay to be a fan of Steven Universe and get hired to write a Steven Universe comic, I think that's fine. But if you're doing that, you have to severely limit yourself, and you need to have an editor. It's why uh, Stephen Moffat's run of Doctor Who fucking sucked because he's a big oh giant fan nerd boy, yep. and he he yeah, and he was, and he was given too much he was yep. given too much power. Yep, yep. the best Stephen Moffat episode. He ever wrote were under a different showrunner. Uh, who told him, yeah, who told him to fucking stop? Yeah, like 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 fans writing tie-in comics tends to be okay because those people have lots and lots and lots of oversight. Yes. They have a bi- they have a billion editors from like the main from the parent company to go like no no change that nope get yeah. rid of that no, which like yes that can sti- that that can like be stifling. It's also uh necessary yeah if you, if you want if you want to write a if you want to write a story where steven is gay you can write a new you can write a new your own story that's not steven universe yeah you you can no one's stopping you from writing uh stefano galaxy and the space rocks yeah i could uh, go say this like there's a poll of people who should on fan fiction but there's a whole lot of like very successful like properties out there that started out as straight up fan fiction. Like you can yeah. just fucking do it. It's fine. Yeah. You can do fan fiction. Yeah. That's fine. Um this is not a knock against fan fiction. I think fan fiction serve a, a useful output for fans. Um if yeah. you want to write something but want to still play around in a favorite universe, it provides you a chance to write something that is probably never going to show up, but you can write it. That's fine. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. With like fan fiction, I consider something like its own class because fan fiction is, I think, inherently at its core non-canonical. Yeah, it's also explicitly by fans for fans, right? And usually, it explores something that the show would never ever explore. Like I know that there's a My Hero Academia thing where what if Deku was like join the villains instead because All Might was a bit of a jerk to him or whatever. That's fine. The show's never going to explore that theme, right? Because that's not mm-hmm. the, the point of the show. So that's fine. I mean, it's, I personally don't think it's good. Because it's an interesting thought experiment. Yeah. Well, I like, and it's been made fun of a lot. Is that's why there's so much like queer fan fiction. Yeah. Because there's queer people consuming this media who want these show to have themes they can relate to. Yeah. I would also say those people should not write for the show. Nope. Because yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, because like if if you're writing something for the show and you're trying to create something that's canon, uh your interpretation is going to bump up against the reality yeah. and it's going to clash. Yeah. So when you're writing fan fiction, if you want to write your fan fiction about, like, about 
like gay Steven, then like sure. Yeah. Uh because like you you don't have to worry about the actual canon. Yeah. That's that's the whole point of writing fan fiction. But like if you expect to like have an effect on the actual canon or start to like demand that your fan canon be canon. And if creators start to turn your fan canon into the real canon, then that's a problem. Yeah. Because that that's how you get J.K. Rowling. Yeah, let's talk about the rollification of Hussey real quick. I mm-hmm. think what we're saying here is that we are fully in support of Fifty Shades of Grey. I I absolutely actually am because like, I want Stephanie to be Meyer stop writing yeah. her book. Actually, it's like, a very good thing. People hate on that series so much, and it's like, it's not, it's not for you. Calm down. Yeah. I mean, it's I like I think I think it's really poorly written, but also it does not hurt me that it exists. I do I do not give a shit if it exists. I actually have to go take a dog outside. So, uh, real quick, uh. Hussey is a fucking hack. He's older rallying by announcing that June Egbert is the real thing. And uh, you should make fun of him for it. You should, every time it gets brought up, you should say, this is just like J.K. Rowling saying Dumbledore is gay. All right, I got to go, guys. So uh, continue without me, but I do got to actually go. Now I'll, I'll, I'll edit it so that uh, you're just conspicuously quite silent for the Here, let me up. Let me just say, I love Homestuck. Wow. Bingo, bingo. There's all my catchphrases. Just slot them in. <laughs> yeah, um... Oh, hold on. Yes, hussy. There you go. All right, bye. Just have one note to end this on. For all of our teeth gnashing and uh, agonizing about this subject, uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't point out that it's not actually clear how much stock Hussey himself puts on things being canon or not. Because like, there is the infamous uh, announcement that all fan trolls are canon. Mm-hmm. So in that case, however, in that case, I would argue that that is worse because that would mean that Hussey is being glib about a char- characters in his work being like trans or not. Or alternatively, is taking credit for something that he uh, will never have to put any kind of effort into. I'm going to expand on this further, though, because I know that this this um, point is going to be brought up, but Hussey seemingly does not take uh, the canon too seriously himself. Uh, but my counter to that, and why I read that quote from the wiki earlier, is that like he was not clever about this. According to people who were actually interacting with him, he was excited by this concept. So don't add us. Yeah. So it really is. So I guess if he was excited, then it really is this more of a Rowling situation. Yeah. Where it... like I'm I'm sure I'm sure that Rowling was quite excited about Black Hermione. Yeah, but. I, I, this, this isn't a Harry Potter podcast, so I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, I mean, and I, just, I just want to get into it so far as it's like, very, if you want similar. to say it's valid, like, okay, sure, cool. But don't say you wrote from that way from the start, which is honestly why yeah. I put 
dwelling at being slightly worse than Hussey. Solely from a writing point of view, in terms of person point of view, she is much worse. Okay, yeah. It's 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 a very, very thin line that's being painted, though, where, like, Rowling is saying that, ah, yes, I wrote this from the very beginning, whereas us Hussey's just saying this is canon, which implies that that's how it was written. Uh, it implies that he never, he's never actually saying the words. Like, yeah, she act, he, she actually was June the whole time. Whereas Rowling actually said, uh, to paraphrase here, well, I never said she was white, wink. Which, that, yeah. that is worse. Like, we're talking about degrees of worse, but that is worse. Yeah, R- R- Rowling's version is much worse, although I still have take much umbrage with Hussey just going like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's this can- that's it's canon now. Right, but started like the third book that she's very brown up for summer. She wouldn't describe like that if she is black all time. God, <laughs> she tanned. She <laughs> tanned. She's very brown after the summer and also she after tanned, the winter. It's white, okay, <laughs> or white adjacent, uh, whatever. Just... Okay. We're done. Ah, but yeah, just no, no more of this. Uh, it, uh, that's we we have we have talked far far too long about the canon of this. Uh, we haven't even, we haven't even started Act Two yet, which we'll be doing next time. Uh, as we read uh, chapter uh, pages uh, two forty eight to three o eight. Until next. In, until. Listen, as, as we always say, good night and good homestuck. Good, good and homestuck, everyone.